Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. everybody. Hey. I'm Carol Ann. I am Matt. It is Wednesday. My dudes. Just so everyone is aware with what I'm working with, before we started recording, Matt pretended for at least three or four solid minutes straight that this was an ASMR channel um, with like a wine glass and a bottle opener. Um, And then he just yelled into the microphone uh so i deleted it so you're welcome (laughs) so welcome back to another episode of booze and confused uh we're sorry we're late um (laughs) i swear to god i will stop this right now okay okay all right that was it okay So we have a good episode for you this week. We're keeping it with the spooky theme, but um, before we get into it, we have some items for you. The first one, um, we actually have a promo uh, from our friends at uh, Twisted and Uncorked that's going to be played right after this episode, but um, I think if you guys like us, you'll like them. Um, We've done a promo swap with them before, and they're really into like true crime, paranormal, um, conspiracy stuff, and they also enjoy the boozy side of life, so. I was going to say their their pod name sounds a lot like ours, something in alcoholic. (laughs) So, um, give them a listen. Uh, they are fantastic, and the promo will be right after this episode. Um, but before we get to the end of the episode, or even the beginning of the episode, um, oh, s- some other wait. items. What? Are we sponsored now? We're not sponsored. Who the who the fuck would sponsor us? Wow. Who listens to this and they're like, "Yep, I want my brand on that podcast." Uh. That guy who, uh, thumbs down, <laughs> thumbs yeah, down no, guy. No, that's fine. Um, okay. So, um, what else do we have? Uh, if you are on social media and you want to hang out with us, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTube. Um, and I think actually all of our episodes are like auto posting to YouTube now, which is kind of cool. So if you choose to listen there, hello, welcome. Um, if social media is not really your thing, you don't want to like send us a DM, but you want to send us hate mail. Um, we don't have a PO box. I'm sorry, but, uh, you can send us an email at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. Always love to hear from everybody. Um, but Instagram DMs are the fastest way to get to us. Yeah. You can follow me at potty mouth Matt. I think that's my but it's Instagram like P-O-D-D-Y. Yeah, potty. It's clever. Very funny. Um, Very clever. Yeah. Because, well, I don't post anything to any of my social media because I'm horrible at it. But, yeah, you can you can DM me. Mm. You can- <laughs> I'm giving you the eyebrows okay. right now. I'm giving some yeah. eyebrows. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes, I think. I think it's because you're drinking wine. This is like a chaotic good. 
Matt is my I'm like two sips into this wine. Oh, good. Okay. Um, the next item is if you like the pod and you want to support us, um, you can do so by just following, subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts and leaving us a review, um, you know, if you choose to do so. It really is the best way that you could support us and any other small podcast that you listen to, and it's always really appreciated. So um, if you want to do that, that's super cool. Um, if you take a screenshot of the review and, uh, you know, send it to us, we'll send you some Boost and Confuse stickers for free in the mail. It's USPS, so it might be there, I don't know, nine years from now, but we'll send it. Yeah, I want these out of my basement. <laughs> They're currently sitting on the bar. Um, yeah, my pub has turned into a baby clothes storage station. Okay, excuse me, mister. I just got all these Pokemon cards today. Look at all uh, the Pokemon cards that are, I have. And that's what's on the bar. They are set up because I'm going to open the rest of my cards after you should this episode. you should start your own podcast of asmr but it's uh like a pokemon card opening niche i'm pretty sure we've already got that niche covered by someone else yeah i don't know maybe um all right before we get into it what are you drinking well you already said i was drinking wine i don't know what kind of wine um it's apothic red oh, oh yes yeah oh, it's yes. really nice um it's red <laughs> hints of uh red wine hints of grape yep red yep it's a 10 perfect it's a 10 yeah i don't know anything about wine i'm not a wine person it's a blend i'm a i you know i like the blends i do because otherwise i can't i can't tell anything so you know what though when we were in where michigan were we? we were in michigan mm-hmm. and we went to that wine tasting uh-huh i said i don't like white wine and she poured me white wine. And you know what? I liked the white wine. You know? There you go. You got to live on the edge a little. That's all. What are you drinking? Um, It's called Drumroll by, what is this? Odell Brewing. Odell. I actually have. It's a hazy pale ale. The art is very cool. 10 out of 10. Um, I don't think I've actually had this before. Oh. All right. Let's just take a little sip. There you go. That's really nice. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I brought two beers in. One was uh, Good Behavior by Odell. And the other one was, what, Drum? Drum Roll. Drum Roll. Yep. Yeah, mine's Crushable IPA. So I have like a sip of wine left and now a very light IPA. All right, well. Should we get into it? Yeah. So um, I'm flying blind. I'm not looking at any notes. I'm going full reaction video uh, <laughs> since we're doing YouTube. I think those are very popular right now. Uh-huh. Or like um, what when they do like the duets on, on TikTok. Those ticky tacks. Um, yeah. But like the reaction part most times is just really stupid. So you know what's really stupid? Uh, the cover picture on like YouTube videos where everyone's like, oh oh yeah i almost fainted yeah youtube is awesome but it's, it's also terrible. like so bad so bad um okay so today we're gonna talk about the smurl family i don't know if you've ever heard of this the smurfs 
Smurl, S-M-U-R-L, Smurl family. Never heard of the Smurls. So the Smurl family, um, back in the 70s, uh, they're said to have gone through one of like the worst hauntings, uh, you know, of recorded history that lasted like 15 years. So, so for this really intense two-year period, the family is subjected to uh, physical assaults, uh, you know, apparently by this mysterious demon and like a horde of ghosts. Um, nobody in the family was left alone or singled out. Pretty much everyone was affected, even like the the family dog had a run-in with one of these angry ghosts. And out of all the families in, like, history that have claimed to have been haunted, um, this family claims to have some of the most aggressive entities of, like, modern times um, and lasted for, like, a pretty substantial amount of time, like 15 years, which is pretty terrible. Yeah, I think, like, the worst I ever encountered was, like, a weird like three day period and i've already talked about this like on the pod the nintendo on the, the toilet. it was a ds on the toilet there's some other stuff but that was like three days and that was generally tame very like pg yeah what like for the family were there like ghost dogs no there weren't ghost dogs like their dog was affected by ghost affected dogs. by the ghosts All right, so the Smurl family's haunting became so bad that the Catholic Church actually got involved in this attempt to, like, exercise the demon. Um, I feel like this is very stereotypical, like, exorcism movie. Um, But the Smurl family even went so far as to call in, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are two pretty famous demonologists. And uh, even after that, they, like, still could not get rid of whatever entity was, like, causing them this anguish. And they pretty much just lived with the remnants of the haunting for, like, the entirety of the 15 years. So, in the 90s, um, the Warrens had, you know, their experiences with the Smurl family. And it was made into a made-for-TV movie called The Haunted. So if you've ever seen The Haunted, it's based off of the Smurl family haunting. Are the Warrens uh, the couple in all those those movies? Yes. Which What are those movies called? Um, there's, I don't know, there's so many of them. It's like pretty much if somebody is possessed by a demonic entity, it's like, oh, get Ed and Lorraine on the phone. Um, I also think that they are the ones who have like Annabelle. I think they're dead now. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think like the Annabelle Doll. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's them too. So um, this family experienced everything from like the ghosts attacking the children to like attacking Ed and Lorraine when, you know, they tried to intervene. And so, of course, there's this really large question about whether or not the Smurl family actually experienced hauntings or if there were like other things going on i don't know if y'all ever watch like ghost hunters but they kind of go through a list of like here's all the things that we would check out Mm -hmm. that are usually the causes of people feeling haunted so it could be like some weird electric thing in the house i don't know um or like just creaky doors or some shit like that or like uh like mr jenkins from down the road yeah it could be mr jenkins from down the road um so 
Yeah, I don't know, but we'll we'll get into it. How about that? We'll get into it. So 1974, Jack and Janet Smurl move out of this uh, like flood damaged home that they had, and it forces them to move to West Pittson, Pennsylvania, and they move into a duplex that's been um, described by many as like a fixer upper. And uh, Jack and Janet and their kids live on one side of the duplex. um, And Jack's parents, John and Mary, live on the other side of the duplex. And it was pretty soon after they moved in that they started to experience these hauntings. Mm. Um, So the first instance that they have is uh, like pretty, I don't know, it's like pretty small stuff, right? So like a tool goes missing. There's like a stain on the wall that seeps through the paint, which I feel like... If you have an older home, it's maybe expected that you'd have, like, weird house things happen. Uh, It's not like they bought a new construction. But these are, like, pretty benign things. They're small. It's, like, nothing super scary. But then, like, really weird shit started to happen. So the kitchen appliances start to go up in flames and, like, they're not even plugged in. I was going to say, if they were plugged in, it's clearly something wrong with the wiring. Yep. Nope. Um, And then... And then they get the smell and there's this like odor that that goes throughout the house at random times. And it was like, like, like putrid. Is that a word? Was it like sickeningly sweet? Oh, it's not sickeningly sweet. Is is that putrid? No, well, putrid is like, could go a number of ways with, with putrid. Yeah. Okay. So uh, maybe this is a better uh, description for it. Ed Warren described it as something akin to rotting flesh. Well, no, that's what I was I was kind of yeah. getting at. Yeah. So um, right after all of these haunts start, Mary unfortunately suffers a heart attack, and the family has a hard time paying their bills. And so it seemed like the haunting was really sort of taking a toll on the family. So there were a lot of manifestations of these haunts that they would get. Uh, But one of the worst ones that was described is this, like, I don't know, blood curling scream and like moans that would rip throughout the house at pretty much all hours of the day and night. It was not like, you know how people associate like 3 a.m. with like the witching hour? Yeah. Um, This would happen like any time of day. And a lot of the sounds took on the voices of the Smurl family, which is, like, kind of fucked up. If you're, like, a demonic entity and you can, like, mimic the sound of the family that you're haunting just to give them a little extra, like, ugh, you know? What if it's, like, a ghost parrot? Oh, God. Yeah, maybe. Um, And the Smurls weren't the only ones who heard it, so it's not like they were all crazy. Uh, Apparently, like, their neighbors also clean claimed to hear screams coming from inside the house when nobody was even home so it's like a little yeah it's pretty wild like that would make me feel a little bit better and a little less crazy and so obviously time goes on the haunts increase from sounds to like floating black creatures and shadow people in the house and so Ed Warren later claimed that he saw, quote, a mucus-like smoky type substance that began to whirl and materialize on the mirror, spelling out filthy obscenities, telling me in no uncertain terms to get out of the house, which is pretty. At least they're literate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very well spoken for ghosts. Dear Ed Warren, <laughs> loser, get Thumbs out of my house. <laughs> Thumbs down. 
so it didn't stop at just like these appearances or these screams. It got significantly worse. Um, so just a like a content warning. Um, this next sort of uh, haunting talks about sexual assault. So if that's not something you're interested in listening to, it's not a ton of detail, um, but maybe just fast forward like a minute or two. Um, so both Jack and Janet claim that they were um, sexually assaulted in, at separate times on numerous occasions. Um, so first, Janet claims that she's woken up in the middle of the night by this like unknown figure sexually assaulting her. And then Jack claimed that while he was watching a baseball game in the living room, he was also assaulted in the same way by a succubus. And he later claimed that while he attempted to say the rosary, the creature dragged him around his room. Oh, my heavens. Why on earth are they staying in this house? Yeah. So that's the other question, too, is like, is the entity attached to the house or has it become attached to them? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how that works. To be dragged. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. So like I had kind of mentioned, no one in the family uh, really made it out without feeling some sort of effect of the haunting so one of the daughters that they had was sliced open by a flying wall fixture um the family's german shepherd was thrown against the wall which i feel like anytime you watch a movie like this it's like you know whatever about the people but then the dog gets hurt and you're like oh the bastards i can't believe they did that to the dog Uh, Janet claims that she was grabbed by this creature before being like hurled across her living room. And on another occasion, this invisible entity bit Jack in the face and threw another one of their daughters down a set of stairs. So like pretty violent. It's not just like you're like, haha, knock pictures off the wall to scare you kind of ghost. Like (laughs) this is like really troubling. It would take one occurrence Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah. I I would say like two. First of all, if this were you and like one of your tools went missing. I just blame you. You would blame me. You wouldn't be like, oh, there's a ghost in this house. It would be my fault. For the record, I'm holding up a screwdriver. That's that was in our kitchen. In the kitchen for some reason. Because I was using that's it. That's not where the tools go. Yeah, I was using it and then I forgot about it. It's fine. Um, so when you kind of think a little bit more critically about some of these alleged experiences that they had, some people say that really all of these attacks have one thing in common. Wait, wait, let's see if I can get to the bottom of this. Um, Ooh, no, I'm not going. I don't know. I have no idea. So some people claim that, um, all of these attacks were actually just unfortunately cases of domestic violence that the Smurls were in the middle of this like very turbulent marriage and that they had like screaming matches and physical altercations um, and that they pretty much turned that into like a ghost story to cover up whatever it is you know that was potentially going on nothing has ever been verified like that but that's just like what some people say um after hearing about the the sort of like commonalities of violence between all of these so unsurprisingly at this point ed and lorraine warren get involved um they had 
a lot of really famous cases. So like the Amityville horror was also uh, Ed and Lorraine. Um, so they come their way into the the Smurls family. Uh, but the family was like pretty reluctant about bringing them in um, because they, they didn't want additional attention on themselves. Um, and after the investigation, uh, Warren said, the Smurls are truly a family coming under a visual attack. The ghost, devil, demon, or whatever you call it is in that home. And he claimed that, uh, Ed Warren claimed mm-hmm. that on his first night in the house, he experienced a major cold spot and saw a shadow person. And he explained, I did not have to wait moments when the very thing I felt was a drop in temperature of at least 30 some degrees, then a dark mass formed about three feet in front of me. Oh, I just got the chills as I read that out loud. Is there a ghost in this house? It, ghosts in this house. There's some ghosts. Don't shake your head at me. If you could turn this into an ASMR, you know what? Whatever. It's fine. We'll stick to our day jobs. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so uh, after this like shadow person appears, Ed claims that something in the house began throwing things around the house, including the mattress in the master bedroom. Yes. That's a big That's a big thing throw. To throw. Yeah. We and just oh no, go ahead. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was say, we just did our um we just got rid of a box spring and we have like a lower bed now. But that mattress that, that thing be really tough to throw. This ep- episode brought to you by Tuft and Needle. A, not just your average bed in a box. This one is better. Because we sleep on it. Because we sleep on it. Just take our word for it. See, this is why nobody wants to sponsor us. Do you dream of a fluffy, sleepy wonderland (laughs) that the second your head hits the pillow, it's the next morning and you feel (laughs) like a million dollars? Or are you a new parent, like a two-month-old who wakes up every half an hour? I just want to say for the record, for every fucking time I've had to pause for whatever reason, Matt immediately starts to pretend to do some <laughs> ASMR shit. This one was just a bike shop um, where he was uh, diagnosing a loose spoke on the wheel. So uh, back to the Smurl family. <laughs> God, we're never going to finish this episode. Um, okay, so... Uh, Another incident that happened, Janet Smurl claims that she's in the kitchen one evening and the house gets really cold and she feels like this, like, you know, presence, like a hideous presence. And that's when a black human shaped form appeared in her kitchen. It's faceless, uh, but it's more tangible than just a shadow. And the shape passed through her wall and appeared to Mary on the other side of the duplex. Oh, my heavens yeah no thank you oh my heavens no thank you um and so one of the things that's like pretty evident from a lot of these stories that come after ed and lorraine er, is that this like presence absolutely hated religious um iconography Mm -hmm. so you know as they kind of talked about how he was like trying to pray the rosary and was like dragged around the room. Um, one night, the Warrens tried to draw out one of the entities with a group prayer, uh, and they got more than they bargained for. What did they get? <laughs> so, 
So I appreciate the enthusiasm. Thank you. Um, so in the middle of the prayer, something began screeching, you filthy bastard, get out of the house. And uh, the house started shaking and two female ghosts that looked to be from the colonial American era uh, slunk through the house. It's always colonial. It's always, always colonial. old school. Always. 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 Um, this is the only time that the appearances of the colonial ghosts were recorded, but it's possible that, um, you know, one of these two was the succubus um, that assaulted Jack while he was watching his baseball game. So how does one become a succubus? I don't know. That's an episode for a different day. I don't have that material on hand. Well, there's also um, what's it called an incubus. Uh, like that band? Which is the like the other side of like succubi it's incubi Uh succubus and incubus i didn't know that the more you know so because it's discovered that the uh, demon or what have you did not like anything affiliated with religion they bring in some priests from uh scranton branch of the roman catholic church uh and they brought them in to like bless the home um perform like multiple exorcisms on the house and uh none of it helped you said scranton not- yes so it's like what like Do-do-do-do-do-do. michael scott Do-do-do-do. it's like michael scott <laughs> Oh, that would be a fantastic episode of The Office, actually. Um, Yeah, so uh, what's interesting is that the priests go to the house. They perform the exorcism. They they do these blessings. Um, They say that they saw no harmful activity while on the property, which I think is really interesting because if it's so motivated or, like, if, if it's so hateful of religious stuff, you feel like the epitome of religion, which would be, like, these priests would maybe trigger them into doing something to combat that sort of thinking. Um, Janet claims that the demons moved um, back and forth between the two sides of the duplex to sort of avoid the um, banishment from the, the priests. Oh, it's like a it's like a caveat in the rules of being thrown from a house is, oh, I'm just going to go to the neighbor's place. Yeah. Same, yep. same oh, building. I'll be right back. Yep. Um, so 15 years go by and the Smurls are finally like, you know what? It's time to move. So they moved to Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. And, uh, it's not like, no, there's no follow up basically of whether or not they experienced any continual, Mm -hmm. any continued hauntings. Um, but what's really interesting is that the warrants do this like in-depth investigation of the house obviously and they pin down exactly what's assaulting the family so lorraine who's also a clairvoyant um claims that there were definitely four entities roaming the duplex the first was an elderly woman who mostly kept to herself um there's also an older man who died in the home which is very similar to the enfield haunting um which is a case that the warrens are also involved in uh lorraine said that the violence that the family experienced came from the ghost of a young woman and a demon who was able to control the other entities oh yeah i don't like that so now that we're getting to the end of the episode we're gonna ghost hunters this a little bit we're gonna dissect some of what we know so the warrens claim for sure the smurl family is haunted by this like gang of ghosts that was led by this demonic entity um but there's also a potential explanation for the nearly two decades of hauntings that they went through and it was a mass hallucination so in 
1983, Jack goes under the knife for complications stemming from a case of meningitis that he had as a child. And so he said that doctors were trying to remove water from his brain. And it's possible that he actually had a brain tumor and that's why he was experiencing such violent attacks. Um, But again, the Warrens say, like, the house is definitely haunted. There's definitely a demonic presence there. Hmm. Um, so what's really interesting is that there's this professor named Paul Kurtz of uh, State University of New York at Buffalo um, who said that the haunting started with Smurl's brain impairment and that the rest of the family followed suit and that it's possible that the family fell under the sort of delusion um, through which Jack was living. But, like, it doesn't really explain why they would go along with, like, all of that kind of behavior for like almost two decades. Right. So, so that's the Smurl family haunting. Um, that's what I've got. I'm sure there's a lot more um, that you could kind of like dig into. Um, I think Jack unfortunately recently passed away. I say recently, but I think it was maybe five, ten years ago. That's recent. Um, yeah. And then... Lorraine Warren obviously recently passed away, so um, it's kind of a, a a newer haunting, but also still kind of one for the history books. So, I don't know. That's what I got. It's a little spooky. It is it's a, little a little spooky. Just a little spooky. It's a little spooky. It's not too spooky. If it's uh, if it's water on the brain, it's not as spooky. But I don't know. You can you can definitely see cases where people share like a madness yeah like a shared uh-huh. i think they call it folie adieu mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. madness of two maybe um like some carbon monoxide poisoning or something. Right. i was actually thinking about like a gas leak or something did you ever hear the reddit story where this guy um i don't remember what subreddit he's posting in but he's like Yeah, so I think somebody is breaking into my house and, like, playing a joke on me because I keep finding these random post-it notes with, like, random notes written on them in my house, which is, like, pretty fucking creepy. And then finally somebody's like, hey, you should definitely get your house checked for carbon monoxide. And sure enough, the guy was, like, being exposed daily to carbon monoxide and writing the notes himself and just having no recollection of it because of the carbon monoxide poisoning but what led him to write the notes who knows the the poisoning it like makes you hallucinate and go crazy nice so yeah sign me up yeah that's uh that's what i've got for you today i don't know i mean we're gonna we're gonna really try hard to get next week's episode on monday oh it's gonna be a me episode so it's gonna be a mad episode it's gonna be questionable results and uh yeah, we thank you for bearing with us as life has gotten a little busy, but, uh, you know. You can blame the producer. You can blame the executive producer, always. She's she's the fall girl. So stay tuned for right after this for the promo from Twisted and Uncorked, and then go pop over to, uh, you know, their little pod and give them a listen. I think they release episodes every Tuesday, um, so you can listen to us Mondays. You can listen to them Tuesdays. And, um, I don't know, find something else for the rest of the days. I think with Joe week. Rogan's a Wednesday podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he needs support. We'll release our uh, ASMR podcast on uh, Thursday. So you can keep a lookout for that. 
I'm looking for new things to hit with this screwdriver. Oh, my God. Okay, well, just hit me in the head with it. All right. Thanks so much for joining us this week and for bearing with us. I hope you enjoyed the haunting of the Smurl family. I'm sure they didn't. And uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Hello, Twisted Humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cult, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. We're bringing the most intense stories that will keep you up at night. Join us every Tuesday for a glass of wine and a dose of true crime. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted Twisted and Uncorked. Uncorked.